<laughs> yeah, I've always fancied going to one of those dressed up as a nun. No, actually, I think I wear, I've got a dirndl. I wear my dirndl. Yeah, with, with those, like, those twirly ear things, you know, the plaits that I don't have any hair for. Yeah. Power to Live More with Joe Dodds. Welcome to the Power to Live More podcast, all about productivity, organisation, well-being, energy and resilience. I'm Jo Dodds and I started this show to enable interesting people to share their stories about how they use their power to live more and by that I mean to do the stuff that they want to do more than the stuff that they need to or should do. It's about creating a life for yourself where you have the energy, health and space to be happy and fulfilled, spending your time as you'd like, whether that be at work, home or somewhere else entirely. That's your choice. Hello, my name is Ellie Dodds and I am co-presenter. Today Joe's interviewing Rachel McGuinness of Wake Up With Zest. Rachel and Joe have moved in the same online circles for many years but only got to have an actual conversation just before recording the podcast. They have since recorded a webinar together about sleep which you can watch through Joe's subscription service by going to powertolivemore.com slash subscription. They are still trying to meet in person. Till 2004... Rachel worked in marketing and events in the telecoms industry. Since then, she's been helping busy people to get healthier and reclaim their energy so they can get back on their game in a more sustainable way. Her recommendations are based on what she has experienced herself. In the year 2000, she realised that her busy corporate lifestyle had caused her to become so unhealthy so she was heading for burnout and some serious health issues if she didn't stop her self-destructive lifestyle. She decided to completely change how she lived her life. She got into a proper sleep routine, adopted a cleaner approach to eating and added regular exercise to her daily ha- habits. Now she is 42 pounds lighter and four dress sizes smaller. But even more importantly than that, she's fit and has more energy than she had as a teenager. She's now trained in cognitive behaviour therapy for insomnia, stress management, neurolinguistic programming, hypnotherapy, nutrition and personal fitness training. As she works with executives, professionals and entrepreneurs, people who have busy lives and need more sleep, to give them practical advice on how to get their sleep back on track so they can fire on all cylinders. To the studio. Today I'm interviewing Rachel McGuinness of Zest Lifestyle. Welcome, Rachel. Thanks for joining me. Hello. Really good to have you here. So tell me a bit more about you, what you do, and where you do it. Okay. Well, I'm otherwise known as the Zest because <laughs> I put the Zest back into people's lives. So it's all about helping busy people get healthy, really. And what do I mean by that? It's giving them loads more energy, uh, helping them achieve consistent weight loss and help them look incredible and feel amazing. And I do that by helping them eat smart, move more, sleep well and chill out. And I work with people either face-to-face, so more than likely in London, or remotely. So I can do it by Zoom, FaceTime or Skype. And I'll work with individuals or small groups or organisations. 
lovely a variety and of different ways of working with people so you do you have a home office i do yes ah is it a is it a nice special place for you or do you just sort of work in different places around the house depending <laughs> Um, no, I have my special designated space. So I'm in the attic, and I'm in a, in a modern house that doesn't actually have proper attic space. So it, the attic is actually a room, and I overlook the Oxfordshire countryside. And uh, there's like no buildings in between me and the Chiltern, so it's great. Oh, right by the town as well. Yeah, it sounds really good. So just tell us a bit more about your journey, because I know from. Uh, checking you out on your website and so on, that um, this wasn't always you, this zesty lifestyle person. So um, how did you get no. into doing what you do? <laughs> <laughs> I used to be very unzesty, actually. <laughs> so <laughs> I um, used to be four dress sizes bigger than I am now. So I was about size 18, which is about three and a quarter stone. Uh, I was very unfit. I smoked like a chimney, drank like a fish, and ate like a Pac-Man. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, I was very, very unhealthy. And it really... And I'll uh, blame my upbringing, really, because I, my mum was brought up during the war, so she uh, always made me eat everything on my plate. I think we're sort of generation of kids in the 60s, so it's like, eat everything on your plate, and, you know, there's a war on. Yeah. Uh, but there wasn't one. <laughs> and yeah. uh, so so I had that drilled into me. And then I was uh, bullied in, as a teenager about being overweight. But I, I don't think I was. I think I was just shapely. And it was just me developing. And uh, I I just sort of got into this cycle of, of dieting, of yo-yo dieting for 22 years. And I actually worked out the other, other day that 41% of my life wow. I spent on a diet. That didn't work. Yeah, mm. so... Um, was at the age of 37 I was in Barcelona on business got up one morning in my hotel room on my way to the bathroom caught my reflection in the mirror and had what I called my OMG moment where I thought you know what I'm three years away from 40 time you sorted yourself out so I did got back home to the UK stopped dieting and started eating healthily um, joined a gym stopped smoking cut down on my drinking and just began to see results within about six weeks of you know looking better feeling a lot um, more energized, more focused and productive. And uh, I was actually working less hours because I was taking time out for me and actually looking after me. So three years later, I decided to make a business out of what I learned. So here I am, 12 and a half years later. So can you pinpoint what that, that shift was? Because, uh, you know, I, I've looked in the mirror quite a few times and thought enough's enough, but <laughs> it hasn't necessarily moved me into a six-week program of dealing with it. <laughs> Do you know what it was no, that, well, it was, that happened that day? I don't know. It, it's funny. I call it this, this magic mirror. I do not know what it was <laughs> about that particular mirror, but it was just something that shifted. And I think maybe the night before I'd been out on client entertainment, sort of smoking and drinking too much and eating far too much, and I just looked dreadful. And I, I suppose maybe I just got to that point where I just hit rock bottom, that I just knew the only way was up. And that uh, if I didn't start to sort myself out, then I was going to head for some serious health problems. And my mother had had a heart attack at the age of 65, and then she'd been diagnosed with leukemia. And my dad had always had problems with high blood pressure, and his father had had a fatal heart attack in his mid-50s. And my brother was on satin, so I kind of thought, I don't really want to end up like them. <laughs> so I thought, 
you know, I've, I've just got to get myself healthy. And, uh, I, and I think actually the other thing was I'd had a, um, a book I bought from a book club which I do you remember book clubs in yes. like the 1990s yes. and 1980s <laughs> and, explains um, the pile of books it, I had in my house for years that I finally managed to get rid of <laughs> that's right that we never ever read because we had to buy X amount of books every every week and yeah. we moved on to CDs didn't it yeah. well I had this book and I've still got it actually it's probably the only books I've got from a book club and it was called Detox Yourself by Jane Scrivener and um, it says, feel the benefits after only seven days. And it was banished cellulite. I've just picked it up, actually. Increase your energy levels, boost your immune system, lose weight, and improve your complexion. So I thought, do you know what? I think it's about time I read that book. And um, so that's really what I did. I just spent 30 days doing this uh, detox program and kind of never looked back, really. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it took it to a bit to so, the extreme, starting a business out of it and everything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I kind of go on about um, when I'm sort of, teaching people about the, the seven steps of still being healthy and those the last four step is all about inspiring others and I think yeah I did take that a bit too far <laughs> and I think it what, ha what happened was that people kept asking me about my transformation because most of them have seen me overweight for most of my life and then they saw me sort of looking rather swelled and um, they kept asking me how I did it you know and all the time I was giving out this advice and information and I was having a chat with a friend one day and she said um well, why don't you get paid for all this information you're giving out? And I thought, do you know what? She's absolutely right. And it just felt like the right thing to do. Yeah. So within a couple of weeks, I just found all the courses that I needed to do over a period of 18 months. And that was it. I never, it, I had no fear about it. It was just like, this is it, woman on a mission. And considering I trained as a personal trainer and I hated any kind of fitness before <laughs> until I got fit, it was just, it was just weird. And uh, I'd always loved food, so yeah, wow. I did stress management, mm -hmm. and then I've done some of the head stuff. So I've done NLP and hypnotherapy as well. Mhm, mm mhm. Mm so tell us what a what a day look like looks like for you. One of these people who gets up at some ridiculous hour in the morning, like my last uh, podcast guest, who gets up at four. Or <laughs> <anything>. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't get up. At, well, I don't get up at four at the moment, but actually in the summer I was, and it was seen that I needed less sleep, and I was just waking up because it was light, and I had like loads of energy, but since the autumn's come, then I'm getting up a bit later, so at the moment I get up at six, and I, I am an early bird, and I get all my energy in, in the morning, so that's yeah. really my prime time, if you like, because I'm not so good working in the evening. Mm-hmm. So do you have a specific routine or is it di different depending on what you're up to that day? Well, it depends whether or not what I call, I call my London days and I've got to be out early and up into town or I've got like a networking thing. But most of the time what I do is I wake up and I stick my headphones on my uh, iPhone and I meditate for tw 10 minutes mm -hmm. and I use uh, an app called Headspace. And I found that is absolutely great. So you're supposed to actually sit in a chair and do it, but I don't. I just do it lying down. <laughs> I'm bothered to get up at that time. And then I use um, a gratitude journal, and I'll write um, my affirmations and the things that I'm so grateful for and just do a little bit of day planning as well. And then I'll get up and maybe work for an hour, and then I'll do some exercise. So I'll probably do like a 15-minute hit workout high intensity interval training mm -hmm. and um so i'll just grab one off 
um, the internet, so I'll just Google them or I'll do like a, I'm doing a 30 day challenge at the moment, which you get a hit workout in your inbox every day. So that just keeps me going. Uh, on a Saturday or Sunday, I might go out for a run. So I'm, I'm getting up to about 10K now, so I'll go out for a run. But otherwise, I don't tend to run during the week else it makes me tired during the day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and then I'll probably do all my creative stuff um, in the mornings and sort of do all my sales stuff in the mornings. And then in the afternoons, I'll probably do all my client calls. Mm. Yeah. So what about at the end of the day? Do you have a particular way of winding it down as well? Um, yeah, I try to turn off my tech about an hour to 90 minutes before bedtime because there's this whole thing about um, the blue light from um, tablets and phones and computer yeah. screens can wake you up because you start to secrete the hormone serotonin, which is your waking up hormone, which disturbs the sleepy hormone melatonin, which is supposed to make you sleepy and then go to sleep. So I try to avoid that so to, to make sure I get an undisturbed night's sleep. And um, yeah, sometimes I may be working up to eight o'clock in the evening if I've got a client call. So there's about two or three times a week that um, I allow clients to to book in that seven o'clock slot if they're you know working in the corporate world and they're not home until you know that time. So yeah. but I don't enjoy working in the evening. Mm. So yeah. I'll probably say about seven o'clock is about my limit. Yeah, and do you do you? sort of shut the office door symbolically or do you just find it easy to, to stop? Um, <laughs> I suppose... I'm only asking because I want some tips because I'm rubbish at it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I suppose I try to avoid going back into uh, upstairs to the office and I suppose because it's on a different floor then... Yeah, I, I try to sort of shut off that part of my, my day. Mm-hmm. But I do find myself sometimes sort of scrolling stuff on my phone or just making a few odd notes. But, yeah, it is quite difficult to switch switch off, depending on what type of business you've got as well. And if, yeah. I think if you're very passionate about what you do, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's a tough one. So I think my top tip is, is to have a tech embargo 90 to 60 minutes before bedtime, or mm-hmm. 60 to 90 minutes before bedtime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Lovely. So what about getting things done during the day? How do you actually manage what you do? Do you use any particular tools or apps or uh, pen and paper? That's what everyone seems to say. I'm the tech one. Everyone else goes pen and paper. I suppose, yeah, my, my go-to notebook is I always have to have a Moleskine um, notebook or however you pronounce it. And it always has to be plain pages. So I'm very fussy about my notebooks. And I do prefer a soft cover as well. <laughs> so that's my thing. You're not fussy or anything. <laughs> <laughs> what works for me. And then um, kind of to-do list. I, I'll go between my Moleskine and I'll also use Trello. I love Trello. Um, so it's, it's like a, a project planner. But you can use it for all sorts of different things. And I, I can use it for um, giving clients information. I can use it for my to-do list. I've got my vision board on it. Um, it's just got numerous things that you can you can do with it. And what's great about it is you can have it on your phone, your tablet, or you just look at it online. Mm-hmm. So Trello is, is, is my, my thing. I love Canva. I don't know what I did without Canva. No, neither do I. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> 
I mean, I, I think I used to sort of struggle along in Photoshop Elements, and uh, it was so sort of clunky and difficult to use, and took ages to load up. But Canva, I think, has just revolutionised everybody's sort of work. Yeah. You know, it's just like a sort of online desktop publisher, isn't it? Yeah. Definitely. So, so Canva is is another one. And then, um, with regard to sort of like business planners, I was using the um, Daily Greatness Business Planner, but I kind of fell a bit out of love with it um, sort of halfway through the year and I'm now on, on to a passion planner oh. um, which is something I know it sounds a bit rude doesn't it my passion planning my passion <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you can get passion planners from the states and you can get them in like A5 size or sort of I suppose it's kind of A4 yeah it is about A4 size that's quite good for Americans and um, so you can plan your week and you can be quite creative with the way you sort of add the stuff in it's, it is basically a diary with a few extra bits in it and you know you have a a thing at the end of the month about how your month was how it's been and how it fits in with your plans for the year and stuff like that so i was giving this a sort of bit of a bit of a road test because i could get it for ten dollars and uh, i quite like it so i'm going to get one for 2017. ah the other one to have a think about is i don't know if you've um listened to any of the other podcasts but um sophie jury and I don't know what number she was on, J-E-W-R-Y, she has the ultimate diary planner that she actually puts together herself every year and uh, has a very thriving Facebook group where she gets feedback and ideas and thoughts from people. So she adapts Ooh. it every year based on what people are looking for. And she's just done a Kickstarter, mm. which is really interesting, on uh, something called the M uh, notebook, the Minerva n notebook, which she actually she she got funded, and it was it was really exciting watching because like right up to the sort of last twenty four hours, she was only up to about sixty or seventy percent funding up to the ten thousand pounds that she yeah. needed, and um, I I thought there's no way she's going to do it, and I ju I just thought good on her that she's carried on, she's just going mm. for it, and she's you know she's doing everything that she planned to do and and more. To, to get it but I thought there's no way it's going to happen and I knew if it had been me I would have stopped because I'd have been embarrassed <laughs> but she actually pushed it through and she got through and ended up with 600 and odd pounds more than she needed and she was done something like three hours before the deadline um it was just wow. it was amazing to see but she's definitely worth checking out um having oh, a I'll check that one out she has yeah because yeah, it's a bit of a pain having to import stuff from the states plus I had to pay duty on it as well but um it, the Passion Planner was actually funded by Kickstarter um, or crowdfunding, oh, so right. that's, yeah. that's, that's really interesting. Yeah. Um, and another app that I'm using, I, I've just been trying to get back into using a CRM again and finding one that works for me, and I, I was like road testing a, a few over the past, I think it was the Sunday before last, I was like, right, I'm going to spend Sunday afternoon just going through different CRMs and seeing which one works for me. But yeah, deep joy. <laughs> and... Uh, I've actually discovered that Capsule might be the one that, that works for me and does what I wanted to do. So yeah. I didn't want anything too complicated, but I wanted something where I could change the fields and add different things that were relevant to my business that wasn't kind of just a general, general yeah. thing. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was I was waiting with bated breath because I too have had one of those days where I've tried so many. I'm like, I must be registered on so many CRM systems <laughs> websites where I've gone in to try them. And I, I've used Capsule on and off for for years, and I keep coming back to it. I haven't found anything that that's better. And if you start to customize it with some of the um, 
uh, I think they call them tracks, don't they? And uh, something else. Yeah. So I used to do it where if I had a speaking gig, I would I'd put in a, a speaking track and it would automatically create a load of tasks for me to do to plan you know to plan for the speaking and then they would automatically get put into my to-doist which is I what I use for my to-do list um through I think I use Zapier for that or it could be IFTTT which all sounds very impressive mm. but the fact that I'd never do any of it until the last minute as usual so I've stopped using that functionality <laughs> now because I, I know all these tasks that I didn't actually do pretending I was being yeah, organized <laughs> But just so, trying yeah. to keep track of leads and, and everything like that but I tried using it on Trello and it, and it just didn't kind of work for me yeah and uh, a lot of people recommended HubSpot when it came to actually sitting down and, and trying to work it out I just couldn't get my head around HubSpot so yeah um I suppose it just depends really how your brain works and mm. uh, but the only thing with HubSpot which I still get, get a reminder every time I send an email is that it's got like this this plugin that works on Outlook and as soon as you have like a new contact it says do you want to add this to HubSpot and it's such a cool idea so I wish Capsule would do that yes that would make it easier wouldn't it yeah, yeah you need a it CRM is. that does everything you want it to yeah do. exactly I'm sure there is one out there well that's what they all their sales people say anyway <laughs> it's yeah. interesting the that thing about um finding what what suits you I mean that's a, a message that that I sort of use quite a lot and I, I think it's so mm. true I mean I've, I've um I've also got an account with Trello because a lot of people have recommended it and I've read about it a lot over the years um mm. but I knew I w probably wasn't going to like it very much and I didn't particularly and I um and I know why and it's because I'm a very linear person so I've never right. really got my head around the idea of mind maps although I can do them and I know why they're really useful for lots of people I actually remember lists rather than you know the the visual picture sort of stuff which is weird because that's not supposed to be how it is <laughs> um and so I just knew that Trello being quite visual and boards mm. wasn't necessarily going to work so I use Asana which for me is you know very linear which is exactly you know what suits me so it's interesting isn't it about finding the stuff that really fits with your you know your personality and and, and the stuff that that you know works for you yeah, yeah, and it's quite funny because I tried using Trello, I think it was last year, just couldn't get on with it at all. And then I think I was on some webinar training thing and somebody kept talking about Trello and I thought, well, I'll give it another go. And yeah, Trello and I have not looked back. And, you know, I just <laughs> use it for everything, um, you know, including planning my holidays and, yeah, yeah it's just everything my my whole world is trello <laughs> yeah, yeah lovely lovely so is that all your tools and apps done shall we move on yeah it is yeah lovely so let's let's go to your, your neck of the woods let's talk about health you you talked at, at the beginning about um i think four areas which fitted entirely again with the sorts mm. of things i talk about when i talk about health and i you know i don't talk in lots of detail about it but it, i think you were talking about um nutrition uh exercise yes. sleep and you said movement didn't you so nutrition movement sleep and uh what i call mindfulness but you were talking about um yes. something similar that that made me think about that so it was interesting those things uh sorry so yeah. what, what how do you describe it yeah so it, it eat smart move more sleep well and chill out that's it chill out yeah exactly so yeah so tell us more about what you do to make sure all those things are happening for you Okay, well, I suppose I have to walk my talk. I was thinking that. <laughs> no, no pressure. <laughs> no, no, it's actually it's what keeps me slim now. <laughs> it's like I can't overeat. But um, 
Yeah, I mean, my whole approach to to health is the 80-20 rule. So, you know, if you're fit and healthy, then you can maintain and you can indulge. So I'm not a person that's like, you've got to eat clean, uh, eat clean, you know, 24-7, 365 days a, a year. But, you know, I don't want to deprive people and I don't want to deprive um, myself either. So, you know, I believe in, in treating myself and re respecting food. But I do find that, you know, if I do eat unhealthily for a prolonged amount of time I do feel it and I think it's understanding what what food does to your body and um, so I um, uh, probably Monday to Friday what's going on in, in, in the week so it, it may go a bit sort of haywire one day and then at the weekend I tend to, to just relax the rules and just enjoy myself yeah. and I do drink alcohol uh, but obviously I don't sort of drink um, huge amounts but it's just keeping everything in in balance really and having you can have anything you want but it's all all about moderation yeah yeah so that's really my eating side of things and I, I tend to base my meals around protein rather than carbohydrates I do eat a, a low-carb diet but uh, I do eat meat um, so I do eat animal fat um, and I do so I eat cheese uh, fish, pulses, eggs, not so keen on tofu. Uh, so, I, you know, I have a wide variety of, of proteins mm -hmm. and then lots of vegetables. And then fruit, I probably have no more than probably three pieces of fruit a day because of the sugar. And that really suits my body. And I follow a program called Metabolic Balance, which is what I um, actually do as a program for my clients. Yes. And then um, moving more, I, I mentioned earlier that 15-minute workouts. I'm a huge fan of HIIT workouts, high-intensity interval training or Tabata, uh, because you can just get so much, um, you can achieve so much in 7, 10, or 15 minutes. And i found since I've been doing um, HIIT workouts, I've actually become leaner and stronger as a result. So instead of spending hours in the gym doing weights and you know, three repetitions of three sets of 20 repetitions of bicep curls or whatever. Just doing short bursts of exercise in 20 seconds with a 10 second rest is really what works for me. And they're in, usually in four minute cycles. Yeah. And as I mentioned before, I, I'll download those off the um, off the internet. Look so on YouTube. Yeah, and there's like loads of them out there. And actually, what I do for my clients is. I put them all onto a Trello board, which is called my Move More board. <laughs> so, <laughs> so again, I'm just sharing what I do with my clients. Uh, with regard to sleep, um, I have an alarm on my phone which goes off at nine o'clock every evening to remind me to start to get ready to start getting go to start to go to bed. Mm -hmm. So. Um, you know, once you've tidied up the kitchen, fed the cats and, you know, done your ablutions, then you're in bed by about sort of like quarter to nine, ten o'clock. And then I may read from until half ten. It may sometimes be eleven o'clock, just depending on how awake I am. And then wake up at, at six mm -hmm. and, uh, yeah, try and just chill out and not read anything too um, stimulating before bedtime. Yeah. And um yeah, and that's mm -hmm. what's gonna you know, don't read a Scandi thriller. <laughs> <laughs> so it's so it's usually some light fiction or some chiclet or you know, what something like that. Yeah, so sorry, and, not um, not one of those like business books that suddenly gets you your brain running no. overdrive overnight. <laughs> I know. I I used I used to read business books. Uh, 
And then I decided it wasn't really such a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> I needed to switch off. <laughs> I just read the boring one and sent me to sleep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you're reading the same page over and over again. And uh, and then with regard to, to chilling out, um, I love getting outside because, you know, I live in a really beautiful area of um, the countryside in South Oxfordshire, so I'll sort of walk to the Thames. Um, and it was actually been great this year, but I got into my running for various reasons. And uh, I've, I've just been watching spring evolve and develop um you know i've been like up close and personal with spring so i've been studying the hedgerows and as soon as there was like something new that sort of come out then i'd take a photograph of it so if anybody is listening as a friend of mine on facebook you will have seen lots of pictures of flowers and also slugs and snails because they're like the easiest animals to photograph <laughs> i'm quite fascinated by slugs actually and um Especially when you're on an iPhone 6, you can get quite good uh, photographs of them. Yeah, so I have a collection of slug photographs yeah. and snails. Um, yeah, no, that's weird. It's a weird hobby. And I then, done the slug um, bit, yeah. I, I do take lots of photos when I'm out, but not slugs. I will, I will see what I can find. <laughs> yeah, so there's, there's, lots of, there's lots of slugs in Oxfordshire. <laughs> and um, uh, what else do I do? So, yeah, I like listening to music to sort of chill out. And um, I like eating, so that's my... Um, a whole thing that I do is my indulging and my treat as well. So I do actually really respect food. So when I do go out and eat, I, I enjoy it. Yeah. And I don't feel guilty around food. I mean, I used to. And uh, so we've got some really great restaurants around this area. And we've got some great farm shops as well. So it's lovely to sort of go out and explore um, all these places and sort of find some like new different foods or a different supplier of food. So we've got some great delis as well around here. Yeah. Uh, another thing I like to do to sort of chill out is uh, uh, cooking and then um, colouring, this whole thing, the adult colouring book. So yeah. I'm quite happy with my... Yeah. And um, I did start off... <laughs> it sound like really weird. Yeah, I did start off with, with crayons, pencil crayons, and I didn't get on with those. So I swapped to felt tips. <laughs> I, I love the way you say I'm going to sound really weird. You've just told us you take pictures of slugs. I don't think it gets any better than that. <laughs> I know. So yes. Oh, I'm still on pencil. I'm not. I'm not old enough. All oh, right. Tips yet. Yeah. <laughs> we might advance into that class. Yeah, I, I found it a bit frustrating with pencils and had to keep sharpening them. <laughs> so um, yeah, there's nothing like a stainless felt tip. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so I suppose that's and I, 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 I read. Obviously, I do read business books and I listen to Audible um on business books as well or business yeah. books on Audible, and then yeah, just different types of fiction that I'll just read it depends when I'm reading it you know what time of day and what kind yeah. of really takes my fancy really yeah so how do you fit all that in because it sounds like a very busy uh, life and I can hear some people listening to this thinking yeah right how are we ever going to do any of that <laughs> <laughs> well I suppose really the um the whole thing with like my my morning ritual and that actually comes from a book called the miracle morning and what was really weird somebody said to me oh you should read this book called the miracle morning and uh, i went to buy it and um on amazon it came up and said you've already purchased this book and i didn't realize i had it already on my on my kindle <laughs> yeah and it's about this guy who has this ritual every morning and mm -hmm. it's based on an acronym called savers s-a-v-e-r-s 
and S is for silence, so meditation. So I'll only do 10 minutes of meditation, that's it, no more. Yeah. And then by the time I've done my journal and stuff, that's probably about 10, 15 minutes. Done exercise, that's only anything between 7 to 15 minutes. Um, so really that's kind of like the first part of my sort of ritual done. And then you know, all the other stuff I sort of fit in as, as and when. Yeah. Um, and I suppose, you know, I can colour in while I'm watching, half watching telly, you know, if it's a programme my husband's watching and I'm not particularly interested in that, I can switch off and go into felt tip mode. And yeah. I'm quite happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so I suppose it sounds a lot, but it isn't really. No. You know, so I do have time to, to work and fit clients in. And I think it's all, business development. Yeah, I think I think it's also just that focus, isn't it? Understanding how important it is yeah. to do those things and making sure it happens. And that's certainly sort yeah. of where I come from with it, which is that yes, sometimes it's hard to fit everything in, but at least having the intention with some of those things and doing some things sometime yeah. in the week, you know, is good, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm. So you reminded me when you talked about metabolic balance, um, we were talking before uh we came on as to how I'd come across you and I remember now that um one of our previous guests Lucy Whittington had talked about you I think about the metabolic balance and I kept thinking I must check out what that means (laughs) so what does it mean just give us the the short version (laughs) well it's 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 something I do under license and it's it's actually Germany's number one weight management program and so what they call weight management is that it's to either maintain weight, lose weight, or you can use it to put on weight. So it's a really clever nutritional um, program. Mm-hmm. And it will also help with, with health issues as well. Uh, so things like endocrine, so hormonal problems, um, digestive issues, uh, people who are maybe di- have been diagnosed with type 2 diabetes. And what it does, or what we have to do, is we have to take people's blood. It makes me sound like a vampire now. <laughs> and... Um, <laughs> uh, I don't personally take the blood so it's um, people go for a blood test so it's not eat right for your blood type so it's far more sophisticated than that so we get a, like a full blood profile based on people's um, hematology that's all to do with their red and white cells platelets everything to do with their, their, their blood and then um, their biochemistry so that's all the chemicals in your blood anything from cholesterol uh, uric acid potassium phosphate uh, uh, do I say cholesterol? Um, your inflammation markers, all sorts of things like that. And then we also look at endocrine, which will be your thyroid. So we'll do your free stimulating hormone and uh, TSH, which is your thyroid stimulating hormone. So um, from all this information, it sort of builds up a picture of what the client's body is, is like. And then also we do a medical questionnaire as well. So we ask people if they have any health issues. All that information um, I put into a program for metabolic balance. And then all that information goes through 740 different algorithms to create a personalized nutrition plan for, for the client. And every plan is slightly different. It, it's really interesting. Uh, so they'll get a list of healthy proteins. So you know some of the ones in the categories I've talked about before, meat, fish, eggs, poultry, uh, seafood, pulses, maybe tofu. Uh, cheeses, non-dairy and dairy, uh, vegetables and fruit, and a little bit of carbohydrate. And uh, people basically follow that program, and depending on what their their goal is, whether or not they want to lose weight, uh, they will lose weight, and it's like the healthiest way to, to, to lose weight. Uh, 
uh-huh. uh, or they'll put weight on, or maybe it will eliminate some of their health issues. So I've had a lady who had um, migraines or, or bad headaches for, for years, and within big, within four days of being on the program, they're gone. Wow. Unbelievable. Yeah. 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 So, but mostly people see me for, for weight loss. So, um, yeah. and it's one of those things that it becomes a part of your lifestyle. So it's not a diet that you just do because most people um, work with me for 90 days. So you don't just do it and then you come off it. So it's a lifestyle change. Mm. And um, yeah, Lucy's great. She's really embracing so is her husband. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Lovely. Well, yes, as I say, I'm sure you had a mention on that podcast. So now we've got the detail as well. So that's great. <laughs> right from the horse's mouth. Exactly, exactly. Lovely. So what about... Um, learning and improving yourself you've talked about um uh listening to books reading books and so on and and so i'm sure you've got some examples of things and clearly you've you've studied a lot since you started your Mm. your business so uh, in common with most of my well i think probably all of my guests you clearly are looking Mm. to improve yourself on on an ongoing basis so what sort of things are are you doing for that um, yeah, so I, I've just done a course on the psychology of eating, so that was very interesting. Um, so dealing more with the, the, the head stuff around the psychology of you know what makes people binge eat. So that's, mm-hmm. that's, that, that was really interesting. I do love a good TED or TEDx talk. Yeah, so I'm always sort of looking for, for new ones to to watch and listen to. Um, and then it's just really sort of picking up all the latest stuff on Audible, and. Um, yeah, I mean, and, and then I'm doing refresher courses with uh, metabolic balance. And yeah, I, I just sort of keep up to date with, I suppose my, I've got two nutrition programs. So I've got metabolic balance, which is something I have to kind of stick to 100%. And then I've got my own um, program called Eat Smart, which is all um, a looser version of metabolic balance where you don't get blood tests or stuff like that. But I'm always interested in nutrition. So I'm always following all the sort of like the top gurus if you like um more than often they're in the in the states yeah so uh, dr mark hyman yeah. um josh axe um oh, woman i've name i've forgotten um where are we uh somebody called uh, daria pino rose now i'm always sort of looking at what those those people are doing and the sort of latest information on you know what they're coming up with with regard to, to the latest research in health yes yeah yeah Lovely. Okay, so um, I do usually ask about any books, films, or music that you, that you recommend. Um, you have um, sort of touched on the fact that you do quite quite a lot of reading. Is there anything you particularly want to put out there? Um, I suppose. Gosh, there's just so much stuff out there. Um, it's not compulsory. I'm to think. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I suppose. It's, it's, are there any favourites? I don't know really, but um, I suppose. I've always enjoyed Tony Robbins, love him or hate him, and I have done um, his Unleash the Power Within three times, so I've walked across the hot pot cold, so I do quite like his stuff. Yes. And then uh, music-wise, I do like chill-out music, so I kind of like the sort of Ibiza chill stuff. I think that, that stuff never dates, and it's just a really nice calming-type music or sort of meditation-type music. Um, and then in terms of films... Uh, but I do have a favourite. Uh, there's something called The Legend of Bhagavan, and it was uh, about a golfer. And I suppose it was one of those inspirational stories. A guy went off to World War One. He used to be uh, like a top golfer, and then obviously he had um, suffered from shell shock. And then um, he was asked to play in this golf tournament. And he had to be sort of 
coached by this guy to sort of get him back up on form again. So it's kind of one of those nice stories. But I just remember the music from the film was really good as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's another uh, movie I've just seen recently, and this applies to my passion on food and wine, and it's, it's a film called Bottle Shock. Right. It had Alan Rickman in it, and it's about something called The Judgment of Paris, where um, this British... Um, wine merchant who was working in Paris wanted to sort of shake up the French wine industry and do a blind tasting of really good Californian wines and see whether or not people could tell the difference and he invited all these these journalists and restaurateurs and sort of um, top wine buffs and they did this wine tasting uh, or blind tasting of the Californians and, um, and French wines and they actually preferred the Californian one, <laughs> which is really funny. Because I'm not a huge lover of French wine. I much prefer um, Californian or South African or yeah. Australian or New Zealand. And um, so that was a really good film because it, it was just one of those things that kind of just, it, uh, it was proving a point. Yes. So, yeah, that was a, sort of a recent film. Well, but, yeah, I love the sound of music. <laughs> I'm sorry? And it had Alan Rickman in it. What more could you want? <laughs> yes, it, God bless his soul. Yes, exactly. So... Um, yeah, and of course I love the sound of music as well, I suppose, but it's that inspirational, but it's just fun. <laughs> I love to sing along to it. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, keep, I keep thinking I must show that to little Dodsey. I don't think she's seen that yet. I keep thinking maybe we should go to one of those sing-alonger versions. But, uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, I've always fancied going to one of those dressed up as a nun. No, actually, I think I wear, I've got a dirndl. I wear my dirndl. <laughs> yeah, with, with those, like, those twirly ear things, you know, the plaits that I don't have any hair for. Yeah. That sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this <laughs> after twirly ear things i think that is what they're called those plaits twirly ear things <laughs> princess leia had twirly ear things as well she did yes but they were different <laughs> see oh you're the connoisseur of twirly ear things you know the difference <laughs> <laughs> so so turning the tone down a bit now what about on on yeah. days when things don't go right when you've had a really bad day what what do you do how do you deal with it Turn left. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember who told me that. When things don't go right, turn left. Um, but yeah, I think one of the things I've learned is, is breathe. Yes. <laughs> and, yes. Uh, and, and, and walk away and just shift shift your energy and just kind of work out whether or not it's worth wasting energy on you know trying to solve that problem, or do you just walk away from it? Or do you, or do I just wait a bit and then work out how to go around the problem? And mm-hmm. I think that's really what what I do. That reminds me of um, going on a bear hunt. <laughs> Can't go around it. Yeah. <laughs> Got to go through it. Exactly. <laughs> oh, whatever. One of those, anyway. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And what about on a day when you end the day knowing? that you've had that chance to live more. And I always talk about that being the day where you've done the stuff you really want to do, not the stuff that you feel that you should do or you've had, had to have done. Um, what, what does that look like? What will you have done? Um, I'll, do, I'll do two versions. I'll do, a, I'll do a social version and a professional version. So on a day where you kind of just being with like people you love being with or what I call my, my tribe, so and you, and you've done some great experience together and you've had a lot of fun it may have involved food and, and wine but it's like a real community feel that it's a day that you never ever want to to, to have end uh and then i suppose 
on a professional day, then it would be that you know I've been totally and utterly in the zone. I've probably achieved everything that I wanted to achieve, and probably picked up a few clients as well. So that always makes me me happy. So um, it's you know, one of those days where everything just just goes right. It just clicks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, lovely. So that's the end of the interview. What? How can people find out more about you and connect with you? Oh, and I tell you what you should do. Okay. Just tell them, although although this will be way past um, September or the other All one. Right. You, so you ought to tell them about that too for next time. <laughs> okay. Yes. <laughs> so if you're li- listening next year, um, yeah, I, I started something called uh, Zestember in September, and it's it's a health awareness um, challenge. And it's all about inspiring people to invest a little bit of time in their health every day. And this year it was based on 28 tips. So what I did was I had like a launch day and then I had a celebration day at the end. So it was like 1st of September was launch day, end of September was the celebration day. And then that left me with 28 days to play with. So I um, sort of zoned each week into a sleep well week, a move more week, a um, eat smart each week had seven tips for people to follow and they can still go to the website and download the 28 tips because I, I maintain your health is for life and not just for September. <laughs> Good point. Good point. Where I, I stole that from. Um, but um, yeah, so it's, it's 28 sort of useful tips. It's free of charge for people to, to download and I'll probably be keeping the, the site up for, for a little bit. And then, uh, so that's bestember.org.uk. So that's the, the um, free 30-day health challenge but my real business website is uh, zestlifestyle.com that's z-e-s-t and then lifestyle.com and you can download a a free guide there called the nine things that you think are healthy but pile on the pounds so um, you can get get your hands on that Uh, otherwise uh, you can follow zest lifestyle on facebook and on twitter Zest Lifestyle, and then on Instagram, I'm um, Zesty Lady. Lovely. And LinkedIn, I'm Rachel McGuinness. And then if you want to friend me on Facebook, it's just Rachel McGuinness. Excellent. So, so uh, I defy yeah. anyone to not be able to connect with you now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm everywhere. <laughs> Lovely. Well, thank you so much. Really enjoyed speaking to you and um, and uh, talking particularly about your specialism as well. <laughs> we don't always get the health experts on here. <laughs> and, uh, and thanks for sharing all, all the uh, the tips and the and the tools and the apps that you shared with us. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. All this information is available in the show notes on the website powertolivemore.com forward slash in this case 35. The website is the place to go if you want to find out how I can help you to improve your productivity, organisation, well-being, energy and resilience, your power to live more and that's to do more of what you want to do. If you're listening to this in the summer of 2017, you may like to know that I'm launching a new mastermind group in September to help business owners to improve productivity, organisation and well-being, to enable you to reduce your overwhelm and live more alongside having a successful career or business. More information coming soon, but if you're on my list, you'll hear as soon as the details are live and you can go to powertolivemore.com forward slash power checklist to download my five fundamentals checklist to review your life and business and also to get on my list. Uh, or you could email me at joe at powertolivemore.com if you want to find out more now. 
Again, the link for this show is powertolivemore.com forward slash 35. And I look forward to speaking to you next time. Use your power to live more.